Seven, six, five, four, three, two, one. You'll never have the sacred stone. <laughs> oh, this you crazy mother. Welcome to this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial, number one video game podcast in Valhalla. I'm one of your hosts this week, Bryant Starman Daniels, and joining me across the universe on Skype is none other than Todd Core Quinn Fortner. What's going on, man? Hey, man, same old, same old, cause ten toes down, and I appreciate you every time that you, you know, get it out like that. You know what I'm talking about? Like this. All the warriors out there, Valhalla. The introduction to this show is like cocaine is to Sonic. It's needed. Oh man, you got the you got the Sonic cocaine joke in, cause I had to. It's a classic. Good job, bro. Good job. Oh yeah, hold on. That reminds me. Did you? Okay. So, since you went sidebar real quick, have you heard about racist tales? <laughs> no. Wait. What? I got a, I got a reference. It was uh Inside Gaming. It was reporting on a a sweater that was made with tails on it that had the i think it's like the japanese flag or some shit like that and i guess that's racist and it was like a thing it was something i just read so and i thought about cocaine sonic and you just started out with cocaine sonic so i have uh, got to find racist just tales. Put racist tales in well i don't know that's gonna be kind of hard that's gonna be like a broad subject I know. As soon as I put it in, it says, heads, you're racist. Tells you're like, racist. And, and you know what? This is fucked up. Like, I didn't even want to start out like this because it's been a lot of racism shit that we've been talking about since the Ahmaud Arbery thing. Well, okay. You know what? Complete side thing before we get into the show is the video game show. I'm going to let you look that up. Is You think I should just get into the email real quick? Knock that out? Yeah. Okay. want to hold off. Here, here we'll, we'll do that. I'll, well, during the introduction, though, right? So this is a video game show. Me and Todd get together every week, and we talk about video games, the things that we love. So usually what we do is we talk about the games we've been playing. We break down uh, the news, and then we talk about a roundtable, which is usually a subject we find interesting in video games. We've covered everything from sexism in video games to remakes to um, customizations. Are they necessary? Blah, blah, blah. Sometimes the children to... <laughs> LGBT standing for Luigi got big ass titties or something like that. Shout out to Ryan for that. So we basically talk about whatever the fuck we like. Uh, that was something I laughed on at my phone for like a straight 10 minutes. And then I didn't show my wife because she would have just given me the stink eye. Um, but no. So we do that. Sometimes we break down a top seven, which is usually a subject like top seven remakes or whatever. But this week we're doing a little bit something a little bit different, if you will. So. Me and Ty got together, and we decided it is time to count down right now, as it stands, our top 100 games of all time. We're not going to do them all in one shot, though. That's the thing. We're not going to. We're going to do 10 at a time. I know it's a little unusual. We're, we're breaking the rule of seven. We're going to do 10 at a time until we get to the to the till we get to the top 10, and then we'll talk about those. But we're going to release these. As the show goes on. So something that we're just going to be doing as we continue the show. So this week we're starting with top 100. So we're starting with numbers 100 through 91. So hopefully that makes sense. We're adding something new to the show. But yes, we got some emails. Todd, do you want to start with the email we got from Mr. Curtis? One of a regular yes, contributor it, to the show. And and this is what we're going to do. Let me, let me just say this now. We're going to try to also add... Like an open conversation because we still hadn't forgotten about you, Levi. Excuse me. Uh, thank you for, you know, putting this out so we can have a continued conversation with this. Just 
is something obviously we need to discuss. So try to put some shit together, man. Throw it out there. Maybe you know set up a call with you. Maybe set up a call. Definitely with with Curtis. I'm about to read you know some of his email. Um, and I might not read the whole thing because he's black. But um, <laughs> then uh, and I know, and then Rob, we might set up a call for you. Uh. And we try to put that together one day. You know, I know um, Brian will go ahead and, and, and read yours. Yeah, I'll now, read, I'll read part case, of but, yours. Yeah. But yeah, part of what we were talking about, Levi um, is from Georgia. He's talking about the Mont Arbery uh, murder, we, you know, um, and we've just kind of been continuing that conversation. It was something that came up on the show based on a conversation that I had with my friend at 2K. But based on the episode that we had after that, after that email initially came out, Curtis had a response as far as the n-word and he says uh as a black man i feel like the word has been normalized to me but it's funny because i try to nerf my use of it around my elders and when i'm in public the barbershop is the exception also the only time i have been called a nigger with the hard er by a white person it has always been derogatory i have almost been run over by a car and the dude driving yelled get out of the road or get out of the street nigger with the er if that's the kind of interaction I get and I don't know if that's the kind of action I get from it when the white folks can't use it at me um, you can do and say what you want but if someone ain't cool with you saying it just be prepared for consequences great use uh, of the explanation blah 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 blah. Uh, I don't want to give myself any credit for anything being great my first interaction with the word was my grandmother mom and six aunties playing cards even though I saw them doing it uh, they were having a great time. I wouldn't dare call them that. And okay, but nah, man, shot Curtis for real on some real shit, my nigga. I appreciate you. I also want to shout out my homeboy Dan because he listened to the episode. He was like, "Son, son, for real, son. Like, <laughs> what's going on, bro? Like, what you really think, bro? You that was a little PC. That was a little PC of a conversation. Like, I was supposed to get on here like Louis Farrakhan arguing with Alex Jones, and I kind of feel that. I mean, I'm, I'm I am who I am. But, I mean, I really, truly do appreciate the conversation, and it's fair for people to have different perspective. That's the whole point of the show. Like, you know, that, that I don't come here for that shit. I'm not fucking Ben Shapiro. This is, you know what I'm saying? I want to talk about Ghost of Tsushima, Ghost City Shit Move, and shit like that, and just so happen if a situation like this come up, fuck it, let's talk about it. Let's work it out, figure out a way to make it better. That way, you know, we get... It's... Is what was the guy, man? The the Leroy, <laughs> Leroy Jenkins. Jenkins. Let's, let's just not be that guy. You know what I'm saying? Let's work as a team. Yeah. Even though Leroy Jenkins is a Hall of Famer. He's a legend. He's a legend. He's a legend. <laughs> right? Like I get it. Right? I wasn't but, even in that wow like that, but I watched that video like a hundred times. I right. was like, yeah, that's hilarious. Right. So yeah, man. So hopefully, like, I, it, it, these are kind of can be kind of hard to coordinate sometimes. If you're not down, just let us know. But we're gonna try to. Put a whole thing together, give give conversation, talk about it, maybe ten minutes, you know, and put something together, put it out for yourself too, so you can yeah. go back and listen to it. So, yeah, bro, shout out Curtis, man. It's an open discussion. It's an open dialogue. It's a continuing conversation because we can't be afraid to talk about these things. Like, I mean, that's the whole point of the show. We're not afraid to talk about anything. We'll talk you about anything. I was joking about, oh, yeah, I'm not going to read it. I was being childish because he's black, and I literally didn't read his whole email. Reverse racism. <laughs> yeah, I think you left off, like, a sentence. <laughs> Still, I read Levi's whole thing. I must be brainwashed by overall culture. You're watching too much Sons of Anarchy, Todd. That's what's going we on. A long, we, man, me and Brian had the craziest conversation 45 minutes. 
before we started recording today. Like, thank God, statute of limitation, the shit ran out on some of these conversations. It's and fair. You probably recorded me, fucker. I did. Bad, I'm dead. It's it's in my nature to record people. All right, let's <laughs> VHS. Man, VHS please text. read Rob shit because yes. I swear to God, like that's gonna level it, my my shit out. All right, so. Rob responded to our email. First of all, he would be glad to be on the show. Truly honored to be a guest, so we'll work that out with you, Rob. Um, he said, sorry, I've been busier than a bathroom at a chili cook-off, and I just finished the customizations episode. Apt comparison. Apt, apt, re, apt, meta, not metaphor, at imagery. Apt imagery. That's what I was trying to say. Apt. Appropriate. That's what apt stands for, right? Maybe I'm an idiot. Is apt stand for appropriate? It's short for appropriate. I thought it was application or... It, I mean, it could be. Uh, Approximate. Or is it apropos? Apropos. Pro. Uh, that's a weird Apple word. Bottoms. Apple bottom jeans. I hate that song. Yes, um, but the, you wanted to continue. Keep. keep I going. did. I did want to continue because that song gets stuck in your head. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur. Why did I say that? Like I'm just like dying as it's I'm the singing. Metal version, motherfucker, yeah, man. Read so. the horn shit. I will. In fact, <laughs> on my deathbed, my son's gonna lean into my ear and he's gonna say, "Do you have any last words for me?" And I'll go, "Yes, son. Apple bottom jeans, boots with the fur." <laughs> that's the deathbed reality that's what i'm gonna say uh but what i did like is that rob said the following he said combat's my new favorite word and by the way i feel as properly defined as one of these four definitions first definition for combat a nickname of a person's phallus used for beating it up a combat an example i'm going to go play with my combat <laughs> The second one, a type of sexual event similar to a golden shower. However, instead of a process of urination, this event includes a battle process of ejaculation. Example sentence. We had a real combat tonight. It was very tiring. <laughs> Third, a dildo that has been weaponized and is used for both pleasure and for self-defense purposes. Example sentence. I attacked the robber with my combat and he ran off crying like a bitch. Number four. Combat spelled with a capital K. K-U-M-B-A-T as in mortal combat. An intense moment a viewer enters into when an adult star locks eyes with the camera during a climactic moment during the film subliminally requesting to finish her. Example sentence, that Pornhub video really got me into a state of combat. So, <laughs> thank you, Rob, so much for those definitions. We really appreciate it. I swear to God, uh, now, based on the slip of the tongue, that's got to go in a bootyist lore forever. It's bootyism, in there. So say bootyism, for real. It's, that's what yogi would that be. <laughs> humbleness, suckle of life, or charity. Suckle so of life. Suckle of life. I think suckle of life. life. Here's the, well, I guess we had two fall into suckle of life because Luigi's got big titties that has now fallen into the suckle of life as well. That motherfucker said LGBT <laughs> stands for Luigi's got big titties, and that's so uh, app for appropriate. <laughs> appropriate. It's appropriate. Inappropriate. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> but yes. So 
We are talking about. I'm about to say Mortal Kombat because it's so funny to me. That cracks me up. That kills me. We are childish. As serious uh, man, as we so get, we are tribe, so childish, bro. man. Shout out to the tribe. Shout out to the STT triple OGs. Like I said, oh yeah, Dan trying to get you on the show too. Hell yeah! Just because you've been you uh, STT triple OG like talking about that's just been in the background like Dan from the beginning. Around from the beginning, he just don't fuck around on a on a uh, web page like too much. Well, like but I he don't. Knows, like, he know Bill. He know everything from the beginning. I don't know Dan that well, but I know he's been around from the beginning, and we've gotten him like we've gotten feedback from him that we have used. Well, you know, and I told I, I, and I told you right. I told you the story right before we got yeah. here. So you know, you know what time it is. Uh, shout out Shanice, who was just talking about you. Keep holding it down, like an old Kirby joke that you had said. What was the Kirby? It was don't stop trying to gender Kirby, and then she posted that picture of Kirby with a knife. The reason that we were, th- I was thinking about that though, was because she posted a tweet the other day, and she was basically asking. She goes, um, she needs some questions answered. And it was a cover of a manga that she found. It says, I have a few questions. And the manga cover is two guys standing here. And it says, I'm straight, but my friend gets me hard. (laughs) (laughs) That's extra. Anyway. um... She said she had some questions. Here's the reply, though. I sent her a reply from Doctor Strange that says, we are in the endgame now. I don't get it. But I don't also know the Canadian national anthem. I just feel like I need to be like, Hell Canada. Hell Canada. <laughs> Hell Canada. <laughs> I don't know why that whole the whole country takes a different vibe when I think Hell Canada. Well, I've been Hell China been it's been Hell China. Not that's China yeah, that's probably China, right? what it is. Alright, man. We <laughs> We're talking about our top one hundred. We're talking about the first 10, 100 through 91. Oh, yeah, hold on, wait, man. Yeah. Before we get to that, since we fucking off time anyway, um, Saturday morning instead of Friday, we're switching it back up. I'm rested. Uh, hopefully, I found, I, I'm, I'm, I heard some shit that COVID might not be bad AIDS, maybe, but who knows? Um, Could have been developed and, in a lab by Umbrella Corporation, and we're all going to turn into zombies. Doctor Redfield, <laughs> like, if, if, if art doesn't imitate life, we vice versa. No shit. How the fuck? Have we not talked about that shit? There's an evil doctor named Dr. Redfield on the fucking World Health Or It sounds like some Dr. <laughs> evil shit. I have a plan. Like Mustafa. Mustafa. <laughs> what happened to Mr. Picklesworth? <laughs> anyway, like, what the fuck, bro? I think you're mixing, like, three things there, but I don't give a shit. No, I mean, you don't remember the spy who sags me with Mustafa? Oh, yes. The, the spaceship. Yes. Mr. Bigglesworth, who had hair, but it ended up not having hair because of complications of the yeah. reanimation process. Dude, I forgot about that. It's been a while since I've seen that. But that's what the Who reminds me of in the CDC. That whole <laughs> shit, like that table with the... Yes. the... Anyway, so maybe it's not bad AIDS. Maybe the thing- sane one for president is that vermin guy. The guy who runs for president every year and wears a boot on his head? Vermin something or another. Maybe he's the sane one in this country. Completely lost me. Vermin Supreme. Vermin Supreme. He runs for president every year and he wears a boot on his head. I like Vermin Supreme. I don't pay attention to shit like that. I'm black. Speaking of that, I also don't believe that Biden knows what what, what he said when he said something about if you don't know the difference between me and Trump, then you're not black <laughs> your impression was damn near perfect 
I just see that. Old, he's the same old man that fell asleep during an interview. You saw that clip where he just I don't straight pay up. Attention. I promise to God, I pay attention to my crops outside more than I pay <laughs> attention to that shit. I just, I be trying to stay out the fucking way. I pay attention to Joe Rogan getting a hundred million dollars, mm-hmm. whatever these motherfuckers count this man pocket on Spotify way more than that. Cause I love the arts of the podcast, the podcasting and hundred million dollars for Spotify exclusive. That's what the reported amount it is. It may be more than that. Who knows? You know, I'm a, like I'm a firm believer that uh, you know, motherfuckers might not know the amount. I'm just glad that it might be some competition. Um, and 100. I'm just interested to see how it go because you know, I'm look. It's no knock on YouTube, but you know, we've had these like real life conversations about the give and take of YouTube. Like, I don't know if we like nobody's gonna. The few people, like the 18 people that get a chance to listen to us talk about shit like randomly come out like LGBT stands for look, we just got big titties, that wouldn't fly on YouTube. So, um, I don't know. I'm just interested to see how that plays out. You Maybe know that's I mean? the problem with the world is something like that needs to fly everywhere because it's just funny. It's just funny. It's not offensive. It's just funny. I mean, to those that think it's funny until you you offend you know what about the person you offended what if about that guy that looks like luigi with titties that's crying in his corner right now <laughs> that's the guy who's offended the luigi looking italian plumber who's got man boobs that's the guy we've offended we're taking up that mantle why is that so funny <laughs> speaking of that i remember middle school there used to be a guy with man boobs we used to call him moobs that was his nickname. Sabat. Sabat. There it is. What were you we talking right, about? <laughs> the top. We're going to just knock out this. The 100 to 91 games on our top 100. There is fluid and, and lucid. Shout out Mike Pony. Shout out Dewey. Shout, shout out Lord Riley. Shout, shout out, out everybody, Bob. Everybody. Oh, yeah. You can check us out on Anchor. Um, Big Willie. Yeah, Big Man. Booty. He checked Bob, in with bro. me this week. Big yeah, Willie checked in with me this week. He's doing, doing good. good. Yeah, he's good. doing good. Hold it down. Hold I'm gonna down. try to get yeah, on the game it. with him this weekend. I gotta reinstall Call of Duty. Don't get on the. Bro, you tripping? You, I was playing this shit right before we got on. Oh yeah, one more thing yeah. man, about Dan. This is the type of shit that Dan does because he really shamed me. Like when I got on the, he didn't shame me. He didn't mean to, but he was like, "So, son, you know," because I talked him into getting Street, Streets of Rage for because I know him because he's a fan of fucking Streets of Rage. I'm like, if you're a fan of Streets of Rage, bro, yeah. like get it. But when I talked to him last, he was like, did you ever beat that? I was like, nope. He was like, so what kind of fucking shit you got on? <laughs> so I finally, well, I just went ahead and knocked it out. But I knew what was going to happen. Like, I know, I, I love that game. Like, I love a good pure beat-em-up. It's a thin line between a great one and a bad one. 100%. I love them either way. Like, between Shaq Fu and Streets of Rage 4. Streets of Rage 4 might end up on our top seven list this year. Just mm-hmm. as a pure beat-em-up with Shaq Fu. I fuck with it. But, I mean, the Icy Hot shit was, was oh, so whatever. So, uh, yeah, th- thank you, Dan, for pointing out my bullshit and helping me go ahead and just get that shit done because uh, it's not hard. Like, I was literally at the end. That was I was letting that one drag out because I knew I was almost done with it. Yeah. I was like, oh. Let me ask you this yeah. real quick. Um, for Streets of Rage 4, and then we'll get onto our list, do you agree with me that that last boss fight was kind of a disappointment overall? Yes. Okay. Yeah, but I, I got to play it again because that was the, the – I- you know how it is. Like we play so many games. Yeah, it's one of those things where, as much as I say I'm gonna go back and play it again, and I want to because of the unlockable characters and to get the depth out of it that I need, I'm like on to the next one. We got some other shit coming up, and I just I've been on I've been on 2K like talking about pretty regular. So 
Well, oh. I got the uh, the coming out this Friday, the 29th is a Friday. Coming out this Friday, they've got the remaster of Xenoblade Chronicles coming to the Switch. So I got to beat a couple of games before then because I've been fucking around with Mech Warrior. Um, of course, Final Fantasy, I'm almost done with. I can't wait till you finish that bitch. Yeah, I'm close to it, man. And then I've got a couple other ones too that I've uh, installed, ready to go, newer newer games. So, but that fucking uh, the 29th. I'm, I'm waiting for that that to drop, so we'll find out. Uh, but yeah, we're talking about the top 100 games. At least we're starting with our first 10, 100 through 91. Todd, do you want to get us started with what's your Pac-Man. number 100? Pac-Man. Pac-Man, the original, for me, it was 100's a lot, you know. 100's but, a lot. Uh, Pac-Man, man, that's just a classy code. That's, a, you know, you go to Chuck E. Cheese or Savaro back in the day, they might have a floor <laughs> version, or now as an adult, I go to Sidecade, they might have one at the bottom, and I might not even play it, but I always eyeball that bitch. Hell yeah. I play that waka, waka, waka. It's something about, and I probably maybe miss Pac-Man. You know what I'm saying? Because it's just easier to think about the ball eating. My favorite being Miss Pac-Man on the Sega Genesis. Like, oh, that one right. specifically. Right. Something Dope-ness, about that. You know what I'm saying? But it's some, you know, if top 100 list, we're going to go with, we're going to start out the list with the old Pizak, Mizak, Man. The original name was Puckman, but they changed it when it came over to America because they were afraid of vandals. Because we are childish, and we would do that. It's just a hundred percent true. It's it's reality. My number hundred, my number one hundred is a game that I've owned on a lot of systems. It's called Zevius. Maybe it's a little bit of a lost game. It's uh, for most people, but it's a top-down shooter. Reason I have so much uh, so much fondness for Zevius to make my top one hundred is back when I was in my early twenties and didn't have a job. I spent all my time at the arcade. And what I would do is I'd sit there and play Xevious because it was the only thing I could play for a dime. It was literally like every other thing in there was like 50 cents or a dollar a pop. But Xevious was a dime to play because it was an old school machine. And I got the high score on that beast. And then that place shut down. I wanted to get that Xevious cabinet, but I never know what happened to it. But Xevious is one of my favorites. At least it goes in my top 100. I own it on the 3DS. I've played it on a lot of systems, computer. It's just a great little top-down shooter, kind of like 1941, but something about it with aliens and spaceships. My number 100 is Xevious. Todd, what's your number 99? This is a straight skip the tutorial shout-out game, and that's Pokemon Go. There it is. I can dig that. I can dig yeah, that. Like, not not a huge Pokemon fan. Not like I don't really get it. I kind of like Pikachu, the movie shit that came out, the uh, Detective, Detective Pikachu, Pikachu movie that kind of... That was kind of a good introduction, and I mean, I'm you, I'm I'm a familiar with Pokemon. You know what I mean? That was more so like I sold a lot of Pokemon games, like silver, gold, and rose, and diamond, and and I get it, and I've played it, but I could never really. It's not just my cup of tea. Yeah, this may be the only Pokemon game on my list, but Pokemon Go was kind of dope. It was different. It, uh, I like the idea about trying to get people outside and everything else, and I think that's part of how we met. I, I outside it of the is. music thing, I yeah. think it was we kind of met. We're like both playing like, Pokemon Go. Bingo. Bringing people together. Different type of people. No way, no way in hell that I like Pokemon. I know you fuck with Pokemon a little bit more. Yeah. But Pokemon Go both had ISs outside of a fucking government building, basically, at a fucking flag looking for some type of Pokemon. So anything that that and partially helped birth the, the Skip the Tutorial podcast gotta be somewhere on the list. So that's my number. 99 absolutely the pokemon go i've got one of my favorite memories was recently me memories 
friend of the show, Derek, he came over one Saturday before we were supposed to do something else, and we decided we we're going to walk down to this local park and we we're going to go catch Pokemon, and we brought battery chargers with our cell phones. And so we walk down to this park, we catch these Pokemon, but you remember there's the battle towers where you could take it over for your team, and there was one down there, and me and Derek stood there for like a straight-up hour and a half battling these guys in a truck for this tower, and we kept going back and forth, and then this random dude shows up who's part of our allegiance, and he helps us. Like, he's just sitting there, he's like, oh, are y'all battling for this tower for these people? And I was like, yeah, he's like, I'll help you guys. And so we just started doing it, and then the truck drove off. Like the scared little bitches they were. Because they couldn't handle it. They couldn't handle it. So yeah, we that was a fi- favorite memory. My number 99. I've been actually replaying recently because it was on sale on PS4. PS4, not PS3. Duke Nukem 3D. Duke Nukem 3D introduced me to the first person shooter as a child. That in Doom. Super childish game. It's a game that we don't need more of in this world, but it's hilarious. Still, when you walk up to the stripper and you hand her the money and say, shake it, baby, and then you can see yourself in the bathroom mirror and use the toilets, and you're shooting pig cops and aliens with laser blasters, and you tell a boss, I'm going to rip off your head and shit down your neck, and then when you beat them, that's exactly what you do. Um... But I have a fondness for this game because I had it on my compact Presario as a kid and I played it all the time because it was the only game I had at the time besides Doom. So Duke Nukem 3D, that is my number 99. It still sounds like a night that I had in 2003 after taking a blue pill with a He-Man on it. (laughs) A blue pill stamped with a He-Man. Never take a blue pill stamped with a He-Man. It's only dangerous from there. Todd, what is your number 98? I saw this meme with a motherfucking... It had a He-Man doll with Samuel L. Jackson's head on it. It was like, by the power of motherfucking Grayskull. (laughs) Yes. Let's let's be real, man. Skeletor would never mess with He-Man if it was Samuel L. Jackson. He'd be like, nah, I'm good. I'm done. It's the the one that says bad motherfucker on it. (laughs) Yes! Nah, man. Okay, so my number 98 is The Sims, the 2000 version, kind of the original for Measy, and I feel like Elon Musk might be right. Like, do The Sims know that they're not alive and that they're being controlled and they're in a simulation? Are we living in a fucking simulation now? Are they controlling us? Is that what's going on? But nah, man, I spent too much time on that shit and killed too many Sims. Had a lot more, a lot of fun. It's something about that game that's just carried over. And I find it interesting that really basically 20 years later, the like my old lady like one of her favorite games she's consistently been playing is the mobile version of the sims it's pretty dope almost makes me want to get back on it so yeah that that just it really was always a good fun little game and i always used to find it interesting to put somebody in a room and take the door off and see what happens me too me too my wife asked me she said what's the appeal of the sims and i was like you can lock somebody in a room take the door away and watch them poop pee and then die and she's like that's really messed up and i was like look Everybody who plays The Sims does it. Not everybody talks least, about it. At least once. At least one time. Yes. Like, it happens. You know what I'm saying? Most people. Most people, you know. Um, or, you, or you put them in the pool and take the ladder out. I, that I didn't do. That's great. <laughs> yeah, I, like, I only did it. Like, I did you ever feel bad? Sometimes. Sometimes. You ever, you ever, you ever kill a dog in a game and feel some type of way? Uh, I always try to avoid it. Unless I have to. Unless it's like an evil dog. Like in Resident Evil. Or like Final Fantasy. Like, 
if it's an evil dog, I don't really feel that bad. But if it's like a, I find that interesting. Dog. There was a study that was done about that with certain sector people that they'd be more willing, they're more sensitive towards animals than they are humans, and that kind of helps to prove my theory, sir. So anyway, that's number ninety-eight, the Sims man. We might be living in the Sims. <laughs> living in the Sims edition. That's this. That's this show. Uh, my number ninety-eight this is a sequel. I love this sequel. The uh, the original is probably going to show up way on down the list, but number ninety eight for me is Bioshock two. Bioshock two. I love Bioshock two. I liked it a lot more than Bioshock Infinite from a gameplay perspective. Bioshock Infinite, I enjoyed the storyline more, but they did everything. They built off the gameplay of the first one and then executed. The only problem I had with Bioshock two is the story is a little weaker. Some of the choices that you have and some of the morality, kind of the thematics behind Bioshock 2 don't hit necessarily as hard or drive as deep as the first one. But Bioshock 2, you get to play as a big daddy through the game, and then just like in the first Bioshock, if you spec everything in that game to melee combat, you become an unstoppable god king by the end of it. And I love that game for that. I love those games for that spec, the first two especially. But Bioshock 2, I really enjoyed. You got the big sisters, not the little sisters. They're still in there, but now you got the big sister introduction. It's just a fun being in Rapture. Like, that was my only disappointment with Bioshock Infinite is when it came out, they weren't still in Rapture. And I kind of wanted it to be in Rapture again because I love that environment. But Bioshock 2 is my number 98. Todd, what is your number 97? Rise of the Tomb Raider, 2015 version. Hell yeah. Played it on Xbox. Hell yeah. And it was the first one I wasn't really concerned or I wasn't bombarded with titty physics or lack of thereof. Um, it was actually just a great experience. Now, I didn't, I still, sad to say, I still haven't played the most recent Tomb Raider. Um, but I haven't yeah. either. Yeah, I, I got kind yeah, of. And I heard it's, I heard it's really great. I heard yeah. Like that's, and I might want to go back and, and check that out. But that the 2015 Rise of the Tomb Raider, just the combat, the puzzles, the story, the graphics still probably, you know, it was just a dope game. Deserves to be on my list. So that's pretty much what I got. It's probably still good. You know what I'm saying? Absolutely. I need to go play the new one, man. But yeah, that is my number 97. That was actually one of the first games I played when I was starting to rebuild my collection after me and my wife got married was, you know, um well the tomb raider the remake series like on pc like i started replaying that so and just so you know i didn't wear the, wear the skip the tutorial shirt and have the mug on i did not do that like sarah made the motherfucking coffee this morning and i just put the first shirt on yoda i've got my yoda shirt on did you ever watch the mandalorian nope all right i'm going and to now yoda? because i'm done with uh Sons of Anarchy. So I'm probably going to go watch something I actually want to enjoy. Um, something with Baby Yoda. <laughs> uh, my number 96. That alone. Huh? I said it's worth it for that alone. But go ahead, man. I didn't mean to interrupt you. My number 97. Classic arcade games, Todd. You'll remember this one. Tempest. Classic arcade game. Shooter where you're just floating around the top of a tunnel shooting down at enemies. I must have played so much Tempest in my life. It's ridiculous. Um, anytime I go to one of these barcades or cider caves or whatever, like I always find the Tempest machine, some about the paddle, you know, you remember you got the little revolving controller and you got the fire button and that music and just like, it feels like the most definition of an eighties arcade game ever. 
Like it's got the it's got almost kind of the line graphics and it's got the faux 3D and I just really love Tempest. I've been playing that for a long time. I've I've got it for my Game Boy on some uh, classic arcade things on the Game Boy. So I really love it. Tempest is my number ninety seven. Not much to explain about that one. It's just an arcade game. I hey just man, love it. Yes, sir. It's yeah. the it. I, I've been trying to avoid this. It's kind of like a master list, though. I know how you and Bill used to like master lists and master systems. I've never, fucking fucking. We've fuck. never said that. Fucking fuck. We're both part of the PC master race, is what they call it. Valhalla. The Valhalla. <laughs> this show is racist. Anyway. You probably have to edit out a couple of these races. It's getting a little big. I'm going to mark that time Shout marker. Out, look, you know what I'm saying? Shout out Gaddafi who told us that they were going to make the diseases and then sell us the cures. Oh, yeah, he's dead. R.I.P. Uh, Gaddafi. Fair enough. Don, what's your number 96? <laughs> it's going to be Tetris. Fucking it should classic. be way higher, you know what I'm saying? But I wasn't. I'm not the best Tetris player. That was my sister. Uh, if you don't know anything about Tetris, then I mean, I, there's no need for me to discuss it. It's it's a genius work. Yeah, Period. yeah. Great music, great puzzle game. Love Tetris. My number ninety six is a classic Nintendo Entertainment System top down shooter where you you were playing as a two one of two soldiers who's running through and trying to shoot shoot things and make your way to the to the end, it's Heavy Barrel. Heavy Barrel. You remember this one? Heavy Barrel for the NES. Classic game. Classic game. Used to play it all the time, like the Heavy Barrel. Um, great music. Great shooting. Great gun upgrades. Everything about it. I really just enjoy Heavy Barrel. So that is my number 96. Todd, what is your number 95? Fable 2. Fable. Simply to piss you off. I knew it. I knew it. I'm surprised that's not higher for you. End up in the top ten somewhere. You and your no, love not, of I mean, Fable. I, I I enjoy Fable, man. I enjoy Fable. Too. I think it's a, it was a fun game, man. Like I really do. Like I, it was the first introduction for me for like that dual character where you could be evil or good. That was done well. Outside of like, there's better games that do it. You know what I'm saying? There's better games, but uh, and it did promise more. I will give you that. It did, it wasn't like as in depth as it was supposed to be, but I I enjoyed that game. If you enjoyed it so much, why don't I you like take it, it on a coffee date? I did. Oh, I okay. would. Fair enough. Is it fair enough? <laughs> I would. Like, is it on the Switch yet? Like, if they came out with Fable on the Switch, I would get that. I'd be real honest. If they came out with Fable on the Switch, I'd probably get it and play it too, just to, saying, bro. just to give it a shot. I'm gonna play fair Fable ahead. Four when it comes out. It's like. It's like we discussed. It's like the hypocrisy of, uh, you know, Sons of Anarchy mm-hmm. or Breaking Bad. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Built in there. It's built in there, man. The hypocrisy. It's built into me. My <laughs> number 95 is the classic for the Sega Genesis, this version, Aladdin. Aladdin for the Sega Genesis is my number 95. I guess I played this a lot. So I bought that collection on the PS4, the one they did with Lion King and Aladdin. They put that out, and I started playing the Aladdin. I was like, I remember all of this. Like, I remember every move. I remember the enemies. I played this game so much as a child. So much. I remember everything about this game. And I remember I used to get so frustrated when I got to the Magic Carpet Ride because that's where I would die all the time. Um, it wasn't until later in life that I beat that with using save states on the computer. 
So, still love Aladdin. Still great music. Everything about it. And that is my number 95. I forgot we had did a top seven Disney. You know, love Aladdin. That's Me too. Choice, I forgot we did choice. that. I still don't know how I feel about Will Smith being a genie. RP. Uh, I haven't Robin seen that Williams. yet. And see, at least Robin Williams went out like, you know, unlike the Kung Fu guy. Um... <laughs> So, David Carradine, <laughs> number ninety-four. Max Payne, the first one, the old one version. Which one? Mechanics. Max Payne, Max the first Payne. game that okay. came out two thousand one. Um, the first introduction as slow motion mechanic. Bullet time. And just the dichotomy of a protagonist that's a drug addict that may be losing his brain, losing his mind, and uses drugs to like enhance his physical abilities throughout the whole game. But it was like a darker. I don't know, man. It was just a well done game. Like the later iterations of it weren't that good. Like Max Payne three, like I can't even. Yeah, I couldn't you know get behind those. Is it was it was just something that like they said if they could probably re release it and try it one more time, but they would really need to get it right. But that first one, I hadn't really played anything like it at the time. I really got completely engulfed into it, and yeah, it's just got to make my list. Max Payne, yeah. I love the first one. Spent a long time. You remember those nightmare levels where you'd be like walking and following the red line, and you'd hear the babies crying. Like that was that was crazy for the time. Crazy. Uh, my number ninety four is Doom twenty sixteen. Doom twenty sixteen. I love Doom twenty sixteen so much. Doom Eternal will not be on this list. I can tell you that. But Doom twenty sixteen is a classic for me, especially a recent classic. The only reason why it's lower on the list is because, I don't know, when it comes down to it, Doom is Doom. You know, like at the end of the day, there wasn't crazy innovation in Doom 2016 like they were trying in Doom Eternal. I still like the classic formula a lot better, Um, but Doom 2016 is my number 94. I love that game. So, Todd, what is your number 93? Streets of Rage 2. Uh, in light of Love the Streets it. of Rage for a conversation, um, I have I, yeah, Streets of Rage two is one of my favorite beat 'em ups of all time. You know, uh, it's not gonna stack up to a lot of you know more in depth open world games or more like RPG type games or anything like that. But classic just laid the foundation. Some of the best music in the game. I forget who the uh, you know person that did that shit, but whatever. That's that lack of research and I'm starting to lose some of. Some of my juice right now. I need to pump it back up. And thinking about Streets of Rage does that because it was dope. And every time I, like, even when I hear the music, it, it still makes me kind of want to groove those classic characters. And just revisiting, you know, the franchise, it, it had to be on my list. In fact, I'm surprised myself it's not a little bit higher. But if I'm going to be realistic, I mean, it's a lot of great games throughout the history of, of the gaming. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm old enough to pretty much span in a good chunk of that shit. So, yeah, Streets of Rage 2, though. Uh, starting things off as a foundation of beat em ups for sure. I love Street Rage 2. My number 93, Star Ocean Till the End of Time, classic PS2 RPG. The only reason it's lower, Todd, the only reason it's lower is the story's a little bit too long, in my opinion. This is back in the day of classic, like 90 plus hour RPGs, and we've talked about that. And while I like those and I like that style, Sometimes I feel like the story could be cut short a little bit, like maybe put it on one disc instead of two discs. But yeah, Star Ocean till the end of time. I love that game. I love the battle system. 
I love the actual engagement with the with the the XP um, and everything. I mean, just the way you kind of build your specs out. I really love Starish until the end of time. So that's my number ninety three. Todd, what is your number ninety two? GTA Vice City two thousand. Hell yes. Yeah, Vice City is a classic. The eighties. Classic, right? Right. The music that that first. Our, like that was the first GTA I popped in. I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah, like hop in the car. Like from the introduction, like you hop in the car, the music starts. You still, that bitch is like, okay. All right, this is a new thing. And by the time you finish that, I'm like, okay, well, you know, games have changed forever now. Yeah. So yeah, like that's got to be in the first uh hundred list for shiggity for show. Get the sword eventually and you just uh, just so silly man just silly they run into the scarface like character and take his shit like take his mansion that really should probably have replaced this i probably should have put scarface where gta is at the <laughs> fucking with the cadillac with the the leopard interior yes dude it's the place but now nah, gta <laughs> vice city hours of gameplay scarface starts out at the end of the movie it's so it's such, anyway but, but yeah gta you but get see, your cocaine powers but if you don't have a gta vice city then you don't have a scarface exactly you know what i'm saying so that that's really you know the grandpappy of it so gta vice city for sure uh yeah that's my shit that's my 92 i love it my number 92 is beyond good and evil beyond good and evil classic i i love this game in ways that maybe some people don't understand there's something about it, the way the map's designed, how it's kind of this faux open world and you can almost go anywhere and you're exploring and you're playing the journalist, but the combat system is strangely in-depth. Um, there's something about it, man, just beyond good and evil. The characters, the sci-fi setting, the sequels coming out um, should be soon, um, which I'm is, looking is forward it gonna, to. Is it actually, yeah, though? I don't Is it know. ever going to come out? I don't know at this point. It's been the a long time. The sequel is what I wanted to get into. Yeah, like that's one of the things. There's been some, I think it's. it needs to be some more news on that. Like I've been waiting on that game. Yeah, dude, Beyond Good and Evil 2, I mean, there's still no release date. It was revealed in E3 2017. Um, yeah, but I mean, those things. think it'll be like an unexpected release or like a ghost release or like a <laughs> I feel like it release. will. I feel like Super it's. Super surprise release, super sneaky release. I feel like a it's pre-release. Gonna be a pre-release. I feel like it's going to be a uh, Duke Nukem release, like the the sequel to Duke Nukem, which took forever. Oh God, I hope not. Because the forever release, the forever release, <laughs> it just doesn't stop happening. It just keeps going. We're in it a real a condition. It's it's anyway. what it's what happens when a uh, entertainer gets injured and he's stuck in permanent combat. That's, that's what happens. It's just a non-stop. It's non-stop. But yes, Todd, what's your number 91? NFL 2K1 Dreamcast, one of the best fucking football yeah. games. Uh, I think the best one might be, like, really 2K5. But um, I just want to pay homage to that because that was one of my favorites. It was very in-depth, and it harkens back to competition in gaming sports especially with like probably the future of esports and gaming and everything in the way it's going i think it'll only help to have to introduce competition i was talking about this last week with our previous list with hoping that uh nba live comes out with um something maybe streets of 
on NBA Street to kind of uh, create some competition with 2K and Madden might need a little bit of competition just so it's not, you know, the Walmarts of the world taking over everything and killing the small guy, killing innovation like Hell China. You know what I'm saying? So it's one of those things where I just got to put a light on that classic system. Yeah. Um, and like, cause I, I would have put 2K5 on it cause that was really the shit. But I mean, it really, that was kind of when it was fading out and this is when it still had hope. So hopefully it'll be a reinvigoration of that. And I mean, it was fire. Uh, it was just a good time. It was dopeness galore. So yeah, that's in, in, in NFL 2K1 was one of my favorite experiences, man. So yeah, definitely my network. 90 Wizon. I NFL love 2K. the Dreamcast. Wizon, the 91. The, the Dreamcast. It's a classic system, classic controller. I love that game, uh, that system so much. Um, that was back when I played sports games on the regular. So I do agree with you. I really like that game. I used to play a lot of NCAA too. Um, a whole lot of NCAA. Remember Xbox had that dual disc it came with where it came with NCAA football, NCAA football, and it came with the tennis game. Top spin. I used to play those quite a bit. My number 91, it's a shooter slash beat em up from the SNES days. It used to be on the arcade where you played some cowboys. It's called Sunset Riders. Sunset Riders. I used to play the crap out of some Sunset Riders. I always pick the dude with the shotgun. Always. Why wouldn't you? The biggest spread. Like, that that's was what she said. That's what she said. It's your biggest chance right there is, to, is the spread. It's the spread. It's how you win and come back. It's the spread. Uh, you know how much I love Sunset Riders, too. We've had conversations yeah. about Sunset Riders in previous episodes. That's a classic fucking gang period great fucking choice bro i love that shit i think i used to put the shotgun guy all the time too um but i mean it, it, you know it was relatively well balanced it's just a well done game yeah. that that's another game they come back out with something proper just retro wise i would definitely run through that bitch again it might Absolutely. be somewhere that's you know whatever but no that's a great choice bro sunset riders is my number 91 that's it that's it we did 100 through 91 Bonus, 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 bonus. I'm going to do something that we don't know, normally do. Oh, no. So double shout out to Curtis Hillary. I'm going to run through his last week's franchise returns. His number, I think it was supposed to be seven. But anyway, we're going to do uh, his uh, franchise return list consisted of Little Nemo, the Dream Master, which was beautiful. Hell coming yeah. Back. Uh, double, double Dragon coming back. International Track and Field coming back. Super dope. I super can genius, dig that. Great idea. Yes. Mass Effect. Come on, bro. You know how much I love Mass Effect remake or remaster. I don't know if it was a rumor that I saw if it was like really gonna happen, but I know you know they're gonna make that shit work. They gotta come out with that fight night, of course. Of if the course, come out with a fucking classic fight night. Have you seen fifty three year old Mike Tyson and his number one was NFL two K? I could dig it. So shout out again, double shout out to Curtis. We're gonna make this shit happen. That's all I got. That's it. That's it. Stick around next week. We're starting counting down our top 500 TV shows of all time. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Uh, we're not doing that. But yes, that's been it. If you did agree or disagree with our opinions, please let us know. Todd, anything else you want to add before we sign off for the day? Hey, man, if y'all want to go down these lists like we normally do, we love to hear your opinions. Y'all, you know, especially tribe members. We're going to work out some hierarchy shit. Like, we need to get some rings together, some belts, and some shit so we can hand out to motherfuckers so people know. Shout out to Booty is Bob, motherfucking all the yogis out there, you know what I'm saying, Pritz, and everything else. And we love y'all, man. Stay safe. Hopefully, it's not bad AIDS. Heck yes. That's it, though. 
Yeah, let us know about your list. If the tribe wants to pull together a list, y'all pull together a list and let us know. Um, yeah. Yeah, that'd be dope on the Discord. All right, guys. So that's been that this week's edition of Skip the Tutorial. Agree or disagree with our opinions, you can email us at skipthetutorialpodcast.gmail.com. Hit us up on Twitter at stt underscore pod, facebook.com backslash skipthetutorialpod, where we have the private group, the tribe. If you want to join the tribe, go ahead and send an invite. We'll go ahead and let you in. Unless there's something crazy that you're in there for, which we don't want to know about, and then who knows. I'm moving on from that. Instagram.com backslash skip the tutorial pod. Um, skip the tutorial podcast, gmail.com. Skip the tutorial podcast.com. We got a bunch of places you can hit us up at. You can call my personal cell phone. It is. No, I'm kidding. I'm not going to put that out there. I'm not stupid enough. 1-800-B-I-G-T-I-T-S. Also. How do um, you know, Todd? Good night, good night, uh, Cambodia. Um, sorry to hear about Hertz going bankrupt and RIP Gaddafi. <laughs> there it is. And as we always do before we sign off, stay humble.